Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ramble. Hi guys, welcome back to Pretty Basic. You might notice if you're watching video, which if you're not watching the video format, what are you doing? You're we really are missing out. We are making videos of the podcast. We are putting a lot of effort in. I feel like we we are our own hype girls. We do this every week. We are many things to address right now. First up, it is our first official episode of Pretty Basic After Dark because it is currently 10:44 p.m. while we're recording this surprisingly i have a lot of energy i'm a night owl kind of girl like if we could do this every week i would this is like oh my gosh i would love i feel like my brain is just like stimulated at night i'm just like ready to go i love contemplating things at night uh, i'm like why why is that the way that it is i'm a shower person oh i love a good four or five o'clock shower four right or five o'clock yes right when the sun is like starting to set the sun's like beaming into my bathroom I'm like oh <gasps> My God. Does anyone shower that early for bedtime? That that's early. I don't know. I like a midday four shower. Or mi- I I don't I can't say Sometimes I, love I a shower midday twice shower. in a day just for fun. Oh, I know why you shower twice in a day. <laughs> no, <laughs> the logistics don't work out. Oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, short. <laughs> Anyways, um, other things to address. We are wearing merch. No. What? We are wearing the highly anticipated. Highly. Highly, highly anticipated. Extremely requested. Comf- extremely requested. <laughs> there we go. Um, highly anticipated, extremely requested. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You know what's funny is that's the perfect sound effect you could have done because I truly it's had crickets. No, it's I had, crickets in your brain I right now. No idea what to say. No next. thoughts. No <laughs> thoughts. Just crickets. We are finally coming out with Long the awaited. drop one of pretty basic merch. Yes, it is three years in the making. Yay! There it is. Woo! It's finally happening, and we have so many pieces in this collection. I feel like it was definitely worth the wait. Of yes. course, there are many roadblocks with everything and just, you know, lots of things were happening. We are very busy gals, but I'm so truly proud and love every individual piece. Oh my God, a thousand I, percent. I think a lot of people were confused, including us. Yes, always. <laughs> we were like, why is it not, like what? what's taking so long? Oh my gosh, what's going on? At first the like contracts and legal like took a lot longer than we anticipated. Mm-hmm. And then COVID happened and things got on the back burner. Obviously like, right, you know, like the world was not okay for a second. Yeah, merch was put on the back burner, merch, rightfully uh, so. You know, rightfully so that happened. And then cooking with Remy parallel, like things got busy. And then we realized, you know what? We actually like, we really need to focus on pretty basic merch. Like we don't want to leave you guys hanging. You've been wanting it for so long. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's finally, finally here. And I have to say like, we just did a photo shoot mm-hmm. before recording this episode. And I really do love all of the pieces. And I love how it's both of our brands combined. Like it truly is pretty basic merch. You could buy Miss Remy Ashton merch, which also dropped this week. She sold out in an hour. Yeah, she did bad. You know what I was going to say? I agree about the the sentiments of how it's it's both of us mixed together. Mm-hmm. But I will say, or just, it feels like its own entity. Yes, like this what, is pretty I mean. basic merch. Yes. And it's not like, it's I not wouldn't do Ms. this, Remy Ashton. you wouldn't do it's this. It's not Shop Alicia Marie. Exactly. It's, it's its own thing. And we're just so excited we didn't even want to do like a huge lead up announcement type thing. Yeah. It's, been, it's been way too long. It's been three years already. We can't do that to you guys. Yes. It, yeah. I'm so excited. But I will say, and I felt the same way about my merch also because both my merch and this merch took over a year and a half yeah. to create and to come into fruition. fruition. And I will say like 
before the shoots for the things, like you're so excited at the beginning, you're so excited, you're so you get samples, yeah. you're, so you're so excited, and then after it's a year and a half, you're like, I just want to. Should I even do this anymore? Like, I, I don't even want to do this anymore. Well, what's what happens? is where you you get over the designs. Yes. That took so long to make. Yes. Because there was one, I had a tie-dye design and when tie-dye was a huge thing at the top of COVID, I'm not kidding, every vendor was out of tie-dye. Like, uh, and so many people then caught on, oh, we'll just buy white oh, and dye it ourselves. Oh, so all the white was also gone. Oh. So my CEO of Overthinking merch, that was actually supposed to be a blue and white tie-dye that came out last year year like last oh, summer I like the blue that you chose I'm happy with how it turned out but it's just the, the, like the behind the scenes and all the stuff that goes into it I was like damn there's so much but um we are very happy and proud of everything that came out obviously there's going to be more things so um yes it comes out December 6th yes that's December the launch 6th. date if it changes it won't so mark your calendars December 6th 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I feel like it's probably going to sell out because I really didn't think my merch was going to sell out and then it sold out and I was like, oh shit. Putting it on today though, I was like, it it reinvigorated my excitement. Just like putting my merch on for my photo shoot for myself. I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, you may notice our coffee mugs right here. You thought we were just coming out with clothes, guys. No, 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 no. I have to say, this is my new favorite coffee mug. Yours just turned around. (gasps) <gasps> oh, that's so embarrassing. Well, we have another one that's double-sided, so maybe that's why. This one is matte. I'm obsessed with it. A little cheers, maybe? I've got, I love. Cheers, bitch. I love a big, big, big mug. Like, this is what I reached. This is a soup bowl with this a is, handle on it. so good. And I love soup. Also, the quality is just amazing. Everything is so good. I. What's your favorite piece in the collection? I think my favorite piece is definitely the one that I'm wearing. I have to agree with you solely because of my emotional trauma that's tied to it. And no, I'm just kidding. But yeah. I do love it. I love the like holographicness of it. Okay. So again, if you're watching on YouTube right now, you are like, mm-hmm, that's so basic because it's just a black sweatsuit. Yeah, it really looks bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me turn around real quick. I mean, you should describe it. Okay. Alicia is turning around. Her knees are on the couch. She is facing the camera. And the back of the sweatshirt in a, we chose a holographic with a red undertone. So it, because it shined the most, we actually like tested this in the laundry to make sure that of course it wouldn't wear off. We have content, baby content. Let me repeat that content, baby content on the back of the sweatshirt. And then on the back of the ass of the sweatpants, it says none other than (laughs) she's mounting the couch now, (laughs) pretty basic and together it looks incredible. The shine is amazing. I'm telling you, we te- we tested this. It stays on. It's gorgeous. The quality is amazing. She's shaking her ass. Shake it, shake it, shake it. It's so nice. I'm currently wearing the pretty basic university sweatshirt, or what is this, a crew neck, which is so comfortable and so soft. The sweatpants stay pretty basic down the leg. I love the colors that we chose. I feel like a lot of people were expecting like only like pink merch. (laughs) Yeah, I think what's really cool is this is very, um, it's very streetwear inspired. I think it's just stuff we would legit wear. It's not like cheesy merch. Also, I feel like it's great because so many of the pieces, like everybody can wear girls, gays, theys, whoever wants to wear it. Cal's so excited for the black basic hoodie. Oh my God. The black basic hoodie and um, the the hats. We also have hats too. Oh, hats. I think it was really important for us to be able to have, you know, some that, you know, guys would like, girls would like, whoever would like. And it's not too, it's not too like girly. Totally. So I think, I think there's something for everyone. That was a mistake that I learned from my merch. I put drama queen on it, which like, I love saying drama queen, I but I had so many guys message me being like, can you make one that says drama king? And I was Here. like, I didn't think about that. <laughs> so sorry. Here are the hats. I love I them. love it it's giving me the so extra original og hat but like so much better like the basic hat one's my favorite i love that i'm gonna wear this all the freaking time i I do love a black hat i love a white hat i love a black hat those are like the two best personally i think to wear if you need any uh christmas um uh flying out the hats (laughs) so sorry (laughs) so anyways mark your calendars uh all we have to say is if you need some Christmas shopping, prettybasic.com because we paid for that website forever ago. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. We're finally using yeah, it. Thank yeah. God. I know. Also, last thing I would like to address is that we did indeed push our couches together so we can make out now. Oh yeah. I feel like it's just so much more 
intimate. <laughs> no, but really, I feel like this is like old times. Like we, these couches are massive and we've just been still trying to figure out, you know, how the logistics of this studio works. Yeah. And I feel comfy. I was going to say, I think it's really awesome hearing your guys' like, you know, constructive, nice criticism mm-hmm. about little things. And we've been trying to, you know, fix some things a little bit. So hopefully you like the... Hopefully you like the, the mic's not being fully in frame. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> like stretching out half the couch. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we figured it out. And today we thought, obviously we talked about merch a lot. So we do a little bit of a Q&A. I feel like there's just a lot of random things. Like right, right now, lately, what's been happening to me is whenever, this week, five times, people have said, Alicia, how have you been? Alicia, how are you? You know, what? I don't know what it is. My mind blanks. I'm like, I don't know what to say. Oh my God. I got dinner with my friend who I haven't seen in two months last night. And she's like, what's new? And I was like, mm, nothing, nothing. But like a lot has you happened. Know, so much is new. But I can't think of anything. Or it feels exhausting to even start to say random stories that you're like, There's I just no don't. point. You're like, no I don't point. care. Yep. There's no, po- <laughs> like, just no, 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 nothing. That's been happening to me a lot lately. I feel the same way. I feel like maybe I need to journal a little bit of just like big things that happen that I can just like, remind myself so I can share with everybody I know but it's I, I don't know I, I think I really struggle with that or maybe my memory is just getting really bad oh my god my memory is so bad my mom told me that my memory's been bad since I was a kid I mean you hear me tell childhood stories that are absolutely nothing <laughs> what happened my mom's like what what childhood did you live that literally didn't happen oh my god I just love to make it up it's my Leo rising anyways oh my god no I have something else I need to tell you what? so yeah uh two days ago I'm like hanging out with my fam and I'm with my mom and I forget how this came up but well actually no I totally remember I lied <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what I just said two seconds ago? Yeah, I lied. I lied. I lied. I take it back. Okay, redo. Um, <laughs> That's literally me telling any story. <laughs> um, so, of course, I was just talking like I do. And I said, both. And I go, oh, like, now every time I say the word both, we've discussed it on the podcast. You know. That episode traumatized you a little bit. Yes, because now I every time I say the word both, all I hear is you being like, <laughs> what? Like, that's not, that's, like random words I say weird, right? And then I was like, where did I get that from? My mom starts busting up laughing. Like, you know how she's like, yes. And then she's like, like me. And I was like, what? And she goes, I say both. And I was like, you're the reason why I, she was like, yeah, like I, my, maybe my parents said it, whatever. And I was like, no wonder I say it. It's because she says it. And then it made me wonder how many things do I do? Like how many things do we all do that we think is normal because (laughs) of our parents? You know, what's even like one step further than that is just like personality wise and how you like react to things, how you are with people. Like I was throwing the friends giving and I was setting up the prizes that I bought, <laughs> thousands of dollars worth of prizes for a beer pong tournament. This didn't need to happen. I was wrapping them with Cal and I was taken back to when my mom was the room mom of mm. my second grade class and would bring in snow cone machines, prizes, bingo, party things, pizza, burgers, all these things for a second grade class party. I was like, oh my God, I am her. She is me. <laughs> <laughs> like isn't that but i like i don't even think about it. i'm just like oh it's a party like i have to bring prizes we have to no. have like, all these things why do you think i never host anything because your mom didn't did your mom not host no not <gasps> really also like bitch you're out giving prizes i'm not gonna invite people for over from my friends giving <laughs> next year like that's so embarrassing no 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 no. i'm kidding we did have a friends giving at my place once and it was really fun you went this off was great i had a great time i feel like i've always wait no you hosted friends giving at my house there are so many parties when i didn't own a house yet and i couldn't do it at my apartment because it obviously noise complaints and things i'd just be like hey alicia can i just like Throw party and you'd be like, yeah, birthday parties, Thanksgiving, friendsgiving. You friends said, hey, look, can we ho- can I host it at your place? And I was like, yeah. So I don't think I've ever hosted it. Um, <laughs> anyways, that's funny. I loved having friendsgiving. I truly like my dream, dream, dream. Honestly, probably what I got from my mom is the idea of like throwing an actual party. Growing up, my mom would play. She'd have like bunko nights. Have you ever played bunko? I think like once forever ago. It's so fun. Uh-oh. It's like a fun dice game. And like all the neighborhood ladies would come over and they'd play Bunko and she'd make food and then they'd watch The Bachelor. Oh my God, fun. Literally what we do now when life imitates art. And <laughs> so like, and then they would like, she'd literally have like a paper and every month had someone 
someone's name. So like they would just like go from house to house, like every month they'd do it. Oh my God. And then my dad would do poker nights. So like growing up, I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to do my own Funko nights. I can't wait to do that kind of stuff. And then obviously I bought the house and I haven't been able to throw like an actual real intimate, nice party kind of thing or a dinner. So I rented tables and chairs. We did tablescapes. We got I was not expecting galore. to walk in and see like tables. I wanted to surprise. I was like, oh shit. It was amazing. It was um very, very hot. It was a lot to clean, I will say. It was a lot to clean, but it was worth every second. Oh my God, no. Well, the next morning when I was extremely hungover, leaving your house looking like... um trash <laughs> um i literally like walked downstairs i was like oh my god i feel so bad i have to leave like i feel like i need i need to help clean because it was it was bad honestly i enjoy cleaning like i was so excited once i got all the dishes by the sink i was like let's fucking go and i love doing dishes it was just getting all the stuff to the sink Oof. i had a wonderful wonderful time though pretty basic have you experienced any anxiety lately? No, I haven't lately. Oh my God. Every time I've drank lately, which Romy is entering her party phase 2.0 and I'm a little scared. I kind of feel that I, too. I'm a little scared for us. But, I'm, <laughs> but the podcast is about to get a lot more interesting. <laughs> no, but why? I, I was trying to think about this. I was like, why? Why are we partying or why do I have anxiety? Both. I Both. have anxiety <laughs> because I drink too much and then I wake up and I think, Everybody hates me. Wait, is that Everyone's like what's the mad th- at what me. are what are the thoughts? Like when I walked down and I was severely hungover and you were severely hungover and you were wearing my clothes and you're like I, I'm leaving by. I was like this bitch hates me. I must have said something last <laughs> night that makes her hate me. I must have done something that makes her hate me. I but the thing is, I know I didn't. But the like the hangover makes you like that's personally I'm like everybody hates me no one had fun at the party (laughs) you're like next time it needs to be a better party next time I need better prizes better prizes oh my god no well I know I'm fine but like these weird inner thoughts and like it it happens a lot so then I kind of stopped for a minute and I stopped drinking and I was like wow everyone loves me (laughs) I feel whenever I had anxiety it was it was it was it was less of a having it a hangover like the next day. It was usually like when I started sobering up, I would get anxiety. Okay. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast, have I? I think so, yeah. Yeah, how like basically I talked to my psychiatrist and my therapist about it. We love that. <laughs> love them. We love <laughs> The Spark Notes version, if anyone's interested, if you also, you know, struggle with that. Um, it was actually really interesting because they were telling me it's not necessarily that you're becoming anxious it's just that like while you were slightly buzzed or while you were drunk you weren't experiencing your normal baseline anxiety but when you're sobering up it starts feeling like the anxiety's more but in reality it's just you recognizing what's always been there so it feels like it's super overwhelming so what (laughs) the second I learned that it it changed my perspective because I remember this was in quarantine I didn't actually never talked about this I completely quit drinking for I think a solid two and a half months because of this, because I would get anxious every time I was drinking. Mm-hmm. Also drinking at home, like is yeah. not, not and, and also that was like height of the pandemic. And I was just like, I don't, I don't like this. I felt trapped. So then what was funny is I remember the next time I had a, like a glass of wine or something after I was told that advice, it was way less daunting, way less scary. And my mentality with it was, oh, well that was fun while it lasted, but like, it's okay. Like now I'm just, I'm, it's like, we're coming back down. Like, it's just like normal. Like, like not like anxiety is my friend, but it wasn't this like huge monster. Uh, and I was just like, hey bud, it's been a bit. Yeah, <laughs> and honestly, been. like it changed. I Ever since then, I haven't experienced it. Oh. Cause I think it's, not, it's less scary to me. Like the unknown is what's scary, especially with anxiety of, what's going to happen, da, da, da. like not yes. knowing why it's there or what it's doing. And yes. whenever you kind of learn more about it, I feel like it really, I don't know. It takes the, it's like way less scary. I remember the first time I had a debilitating anxiety attack. I remember I called everyone I knew because I was like, <laughs> what's happening? I thought I truly had been drugged. And I remember my aunt gave me really good advice. She was like, I know it's so scary right now. I know like you're uncontrollably shaking and you like don't understand what's happening, but I need you to calm down because the fear of what's happening is going to cause it to trigger again. Mm -hmm. And you can't like, you can't live your life being afraid of this. Like it's going to be okay. It's going to be a little, you know, 10, 15 minutes. You're going to be okay. And ever since then, whenever I start shaking and I'm like having an anxiety attack, I'm just like, it's going to be okay. I'm going to get through this. I can't be afraid of the next one. It might happen. It might not, it might, might not happen. 
but just like, it's going to be okay. Okay. I've talked about this before, but literally a Instagram account that I randomly stumbled across is at honestly holistic. Her whole page is dedicated to symptoms of mostly anxiety, also depression and like, like things that you don't realize is anxiety. And I'm not kidding. All the times I truly thought I was actually dying or like having a heart attack or I had a tumor or like the craziest shit. If I had been following this girl literally like two years ago, oh my God, my life would have been so different. Like realizing like brain zaps where you feel electrocuted. Oh, like that's a thing. And my biggest piece of advice to anyone who struggles with anxiety is to realize that your, what you're feeling is real. Those symptoms are real. And people like you feel like you're crazy and you're not crazy because how can you not think that you're starting to be paralyzed when your your legs are tingling and you can't feel them? Like you are actually experiencing that and your body's just in hyper overdrive and people make it sound like, oh, you're like, no, that's not happening. Like that's not real. And then you're like, no, no, no. But I, I swear like my legs, like, or whatever, we know whatever it is, or my heart, it's like beating super fast. Mm-hmm. But our bodies are crazy and like so, so insane and like amazing at what they do. But obviously like the fight or flight, like our bodies go into survival mode every time there's anxiety. Like this is something else I learned. I talked about this on one of my solo anxiety episodes is how anxiety can actually be good at times. When you think back to when you were like caveman status, right? You're sitting there like and eating in the jungle, right? And then a tiger like comes up. Your body experiences anxiety to the full max and adrenaline is pumping through your veins to keep you alive like that's a good thing you know what I mean just to keep you away from real danger what's happening now in this world is maybe we're not in a jungle with a tiger however we are on our phones 24 7 when someone texts you and you think it's something bad your body is sensing it as danger when a lot of these things are actually not dangerous to us but our bodies are reacting the same freaking way does that make sense so when you're you're hung over no I'm so sorry I'm just like the comparison of literally, literally going to die from a tiger or someone texted me something. No, me. but it's like dead ass. <laughs> no, I, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. And I know the body that chills like, yeah. and you start sweating. I like, mean, oh, obviously like, I think I'd have like way more adrenaline. I feel like a fucking tiger just walking right now. <laughs> However, um, that's one thing that I read a lot about and I was like, oh my God, it's interesting how I think it's hard for us to appreciate our anxiety because we're like, oh, you, you don't belong here. Like Why does my here? body shake uncontrollably? Like I'm in negative fifty degree weather, and like my teeth chatter. I'm just like, um, <laughs> it's fight. Is it fight or flight? Fight or flight. I think a lot of it's with blo- like blood flow. Ah, like it's probably like it's moving your blood flow to like certain areas of your body or blah 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 or whatever. Hey, that's my old. That's my reaction always. Yeah, teeth chattering. I feel like I'm like freezing to death. So I had no idea that was anxiety for a really long time. Because I, I think, do you remember one time when I was at your house and I had a really bad anxiety at your apartment? I had a really bad anxiety attack, and yes. you were um, you're cold, and I was cold, That's and right. I was like, "Sorry, I'm just cold. I'm just cold." Yes, yeah. I'm like chattering, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "No, I'm I'm fine. I'm just cold." <laughs> I always like walk outside. I'm like, it's, "I'm in the sun." I'm like, "Why am I so cold? Yeah, why am I so cold? Yeah, but I'm I not think, really cold. Also, when your you're body cold, you, yeah, when you're cold, your muscles are all t- are tensing up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like your muscles just tensing up. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's like there's so much science to it, and it's insane. We should look more into that. We really should. We should have like a psychoanalyst on here psychiatrist of some sort i would freaking love that'd be very interesting well that was a very long tangent should we get into our (laughs) questions let's do it okay (gasps) what should you do if you're waiting for a guy who did you wrong but are still in love leave bitch get out right now see i love you and can you read that again what should you do if you're waiting for a guy who did you wrong but you're still in love Okay, I mean, like, you really should leave, but I know it's far easier said than done. I really do get that. I'll give you actual advice now. I would say, man, I feel like I'm not qualified to give advice on this subject. No, think of, like, if it was me, what would you tell me right now? I would say, to me, Mm -hmm. if you were going through this, I would tell you to not suppress your feelings to me. I would say, talk it all out. I would say... Don't hide anything Wait, from that's me. That's such good advice. Oh, really? Thank God. I would <laughs> say, like, talk to literally anybody. Talk to, like, um, if you're close with your mom or your, yeah. your sister or your brother, whoever it is that you can speak to about it because that was the one mistake I did was I suppressed my feelings for so long, which then made the work that I had to do 50 times and then you're harder. you're internalizing everything. Oh, yeah. And then you're convincing yourself, like, oh, no, I don't care. 
but you really do care and you're literally fighting yourself. You have this like inner struggle and then you're convincing everybody, no, no, I'm fine, but you're really not fine. Mm. And then you've got to do all this work with yourself and with everybody else. And like that makes it so much harder. But between you and the guy, I mean, I think, I don't know if this is good advice, but I would say like really, really, really think about how it made you feel. Yeah. And I know it's so easy to let your feelings, like let your heart, control what you want yeah. without letting your head control what you want. But I really think kind of focus on the pain that it caused you. Mm-hmm. Because I think for me, whenever I would do that with anybody in my past, I'd be like, snap out of it. Mm. Like, no, you do deserve better. Why would you put yourself, why would you want to be with someone like that who made you feel this way? Yeah. Like focus on that. And I feel like that's the one thing that I had that was like, oh, but he's so cute. And, and like, he did, he was so nice to me that one time. He yeah. did hold the door open that one time. He did tell me he loved me that one time. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. But even though he's telling you he loves you, is he showing you? Yeah. Like but trust the actions more than the words yes. because usually those two do not line up. I think one thing that a lot of at least me and my friends have struggled with, so I don't want to say necessarily all girls have struggled with is when you start having deeper feelings for someone thinking that they truly are the only one. And I think that's a huge problem with growing up being told, find the one, have you found the one, finding the one, finding the one, and realizing that there are literally hundreds of people on this earth who you could have a connection with and love, like truly. And you kind of have a lot more free will to kind of pick your partner in life. And I think if that was taught more, people would be less scared to let go of someone. Cause if you do have like feelings for someone and they do you dirty and maybe they cheat on you or they're just like a shitty person. And then you're sitting there waiting for them. You're waiting for them because you're waiting for the idea of that perfect love. Cause you think that's it. You're like, well, we really do have something like we're special. Like we're different. You guys don't get it. But it's like, no, all your friends get it. Cause they've probably been in a very similar situation. And it's so important to realize that just because you had a connection with one guy doesn't mean you're not going to have a connection with anyone else. And I think a lot of people kind of hang on to one person because they're just scared of being alone, bitch, same. However, I I think the idea of alone is what's like messed up because of society. It makes it seem like, oh, you're single, like poor you. When in reality, it's like, no, you'd rather be truly single, living your best fucking life, not waiting around on some guy. Like you don't want to just, you don't want to just literally be that girl or guy who just like is waiting around, like wasting your life. And then the second they text you, come over, you're like, oh my God, okay. And then you're like, you ditch your friend. And it's just like, like, that's not, that's not living. That's not love. No. And it's, uh, I've done that. I've been that girl. And We've all done that. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't feel good. Mm. It doesn't feel good for you because in in your heart you know you deserve better than that. Yeah. And you don't want to be that person, but you just want you just want to feel loved. Yeah. But also another thing that I think is really stressful and what society puts on us is the idea of like by this age you need to have this and by that age you need to have that and da 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 and this chronological timeline and all these sorts of things. So it's like, oh my god, well I'm. I'm 26 now yeah. and I don't have a boyfriend. What am I going to do? Like, okay, well, well, this guy like could be a plausible yes. option yes. and he's, but he's shitty, but like, it's okay. I'm 26. Yeah. I have a few friends who have been in relationships where, where they just keep being like, but he's such a nice guy. He's such a nice guy. And I'm like, he can still be a nice guy and still be a shitty guy too. Like, oh, or like yeah. maybe he's just not the guy for you and he's like a nice guy, but like you guys just don't mesh. Like Jake Gyllenhaal, bitch. Oh, <laughs> He seems nice. Maybe he's nice, just not the best boyfriend for her. Yes. And I think that's some, I don't know. I think that's a huge thing when it comes to that. So our advice, take it or leave it. I think just realize like you are a hot ass bitch and you really don't need this guy. Julia. You don't need him, Julia. You don't don't need him. Like there's someone so much better out there. And one day you're going to look back and laugh and smile and think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I gave you so much power. Like I, I literally let you decide my happiness. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't deserve he it doesn't either. Deserve it. It's so true. Oh, pretty basic. Are there any new big goals in store for you guys? Oh my god! <laughs> Thanks for asking. Should we, should we should have put this whole all before the pretty basic merch. Thanks, Chandler. <laughs> Honestly, I think we are so excited just with both of our different ventures that we're doing with Cooking with Remy and Parallel and both of our merch and this podcast. And 
we're just so happy that we're finally here. Like for so long, our dream and goal was having a studio. And mm-hmm. now we're literally sitting here. We just had a crazy merch shoot. Like, and it's, it's so exciting. I think growing our team is something that we're really excited uh, to also do. Like we want to do this as long as we can. And I think, I don't know. I just, I'm so proud of us. I was actually, you know, when it's like the smallest little things that like click for you. Yeah. I was putting the remote down on the like thing right here to turn the music off. And I was like, oh my God. We own this set. <laughs> I can, this is, this is half mine right now. <laughs> as I was putting 50%. it down. Do you know what I mean? That like, it's so crazy. Like we own this set. We could take this anywhere in the world. Oh, wow. Not that we're going to take it Mr. Worldwide, but it's just crazy that like we built this. Imagine not if we physically. were rich enough to like do a world tour and bring this set everywhere. <gasps> we just put it on like a And everyone's like, that's car. the set. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, for Parallel, really hope that you guys are in stores. <gasps> I hope that one day I have a cooking show. Oh my God, I didn't tell Bitch, you. Bitch, you got a cooking show. I know, but I had a call with a production company who works with Food Network a lot. Can I say this? I think I can say this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were very nice. And it was so funny. The girl was like, it just felt very serendipitous. She was like, oh my gosh, I was talking about how much I love Food Network Network as a kid. And my mom has really bad OCD. So she gets really, 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 really hyper-focused on like certain things. Mm -hmm. And um, growing up, Food Network was one of them. It's always like a phase of something. I get it. And and so one of them was Food Network shows. So for like six months, all we did was watch Food Network. So I'm I'm very well-versed in the Food Network world. And so they're like, oh, like what what were your favorite? shows and I said oh they're like very random and kind of like niche I guess one was called $40 a day which was a Rachel Ray show where she'd go to a random city have $40 and have to buy three meals with $40 a day remember that so good so good good. and I said it to the girl and she was like oh my god I love $40 a day like my sisters and I would go travel and make it $160 a day because there were four of them and they do like their own spin on it I was like no way like it's like it obviously was a Rachel Ray show so it was big but like compared to like 30 minute meals or like the other like it was a smaller one and then um she's like I was like oh another show that I loved 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 and I still love to this day and I literally look up YouTube videos of and like really grainy pixelated parts because it's like not a big thing anymore is called the best thing I ever ate and they pulled in a bunch of different uh whether it was like food network chefs or people in the industry and they would just sit down talk about the best thing I ever ate and it was like themed so it would be like desserts breakfast tacos whatever Mm -hmm. it is and they then they like physically go to the actual restaurant and they show you the behind the scenes of how they make it and it's really cool and then she's like oh my god the reason why she got into the Food Network space is because she was obsessed with the show and joined the production company like serendipitously um, who makes that show. It was just like so crazy. She's like, oh my God, like I walked down memory lane because so of when's you. So when's your show coming? I don't know. I was <laughs> like, is th- th- where's the papers? Can Let we, me uh, sign it. Can we uh, bump that email up to the... I thought it was so special though. I was like, oh my God. Wait, was sitting there. I was like, oh my God. Like, th- that's so crazy. But this is my biggest advice to people like in this industry. I think a lot of creators would go into a call like that and end and be like, oh, they didn't offer me anything. Instead of realizing like, oh my God, what can I like, I'm, I'm having a conversation with them. Like, what can I learn from them? Mm-hmm. Like, don't even ask for anything from them except for knowledge and like ask to like, ask questions, be like, what's it like? Like, what are you guys' thoughts working with influencers? Like, I think that's truly the best way you can network in this industry opposed to just, which sounds cliche, and, but like, I swear it happens all the time where people are like, oh, like, so what can I get? Or like, oh, they won't gift that to me. Or like, no, oh, I hate that you know so I mean? much. Like, yeah. like being realistic too. Like I knew I wasn't going to get on there and have a food network show. Like that's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I can maybe make a connection to maybe one day, maybe, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. more so just like, also what I love about interviews or just not even interviews, just like talking to someone like that is I get to, they ask me questions that I don't even ask myself and I get to talk through answers about things that I feel like I don't even really know yet. And I'm like, I leave feeling like, Oh, I didn't know. I felt like that about that. That's so cool. Or just like an enlightening moment like that. Next question. Best piece of advice you could give yourself five years ago. Oh my God. Was that 2018? No, I can't count. Fuck me. Seventy. Oh, so I wasn't that far off. <laughs> I was 21. You were 23? You two years older than me? Yes. No, I'm 28. Oh, yeah. 23. <laughs> <laughs> it's, late. Guys, it's late. It's late. It's Don't late. Don't judge me. 21. Uh, Oof. I mean, I say this a lot, but old Remy really did think this. I don't need to be best. You don't need to be best friends with everybody you meet. <laughs> and you also don't need to... 
I, you know what? I remember Lauren, Lauren, this made me, this clicked for me one time when Lauren said it years ago and I was like, oh my God, she's so smart and wise. But I feel like when it, so many times in my life, I would force myself to be a different version of myself to fit into a friend group. Mm. Literally all of my life, I have done that for a very long time until I feel I think until that's truly really, now. I think that's really common, especially with people who are able to be friends with a lot of different people because then you're like, you're like, so you just, I don't know. I feel like that, like, don't be too hard on yourself for that. Well, thank you. I feel like, but I needed to learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that also trickled into the idea where I was like, oh my God, I'll, I'll be best friends with everybody. We'll yeah. all be best friends. It's so much fun. And then there are so many times where I would be really unhappy in a friend group because I wasn't being myself. Yeah. Because I was being a fake version of myself because I truly did not have much in common with those people, yeah. whatever it might be. And I remember one time Lauren brought it up to me. She was like, oh yeah, like I hung out with this one group that like you were kind of like friends with. And she was like, she hung out. She's like, they're nice. She was just like, not my group of people. Sorry, I know exactly <laughs> not only who you're talking about, but what vlog she did with them. <laughs> like I just got a mental image. Cause I remember when that came out, I was like, oh. Interesting group. Interesting group. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine. Oh no, and she was and so nice about so it. She was just like, they're so, so sweet. She was just like, I realized not my group. And yeah. I, but like it had never occurred to me that I could think that about anybody. I was gonna say, it probably didn't occur to you that like that's a good enough reason to not hang out with people when you're like, oh. Or like, become besties. Become besties. You can be buds. Yeah. And like, I do like everybody there. But if, if that group of people is, are inviting you out every single week and you're like, no, like I like your, I like being around you, but like, I don't want to give up all my free time. Or if you're just like, even if they love bowling, they're like, yeah. I love bowling. And I'm like, I love bowling, but I hate bowling. <laughs> and then they're asking <laughs> me, but they're asking bitch. me to bowl every week. I'm like, that's on me. You yeah. know what I mean? And but, but I've learned now throughout the years, you can be acquaintances, you can be buds, you can be besties. Okay, but what advice do you have for people who don't have a lot of friends and they're so happy and excited to like hang out with people, but they're like, and eh, they're not really my people and I hate bowling, but like I should go and be social. Cause that's tough. I think maybe then focus less on the idea of bowling and more on making connections with yeah. individual people. Like I think about college, I did this a lot in college as well, mm -hmm. where I was just like, oh my God, friends with everybody. Like, yeah. oh my God, sorority, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'd be like, oh my God, wait, I don't, I don't click with these people, but that's like the beauty of like, even a sorority, you have a hundred girls or more in a chapter. Yeah. And I remember one time, one of the sorority girls was like, sweetie. Cause I remember people were, fine. it was drama. Yeah. I was like, what's happening? She's like, when you put a hundred girls in a room, there is no way in hell that everyone's going to get along and everyone's going to bond and everyone's going to have everything in common, which is true. So you just have to find the niche and the people that you truly connect the most with, even like Steph who's my best friend from college. We really don't have that much in common, but like morals and like when we're together, we're just kind of like stupid yeah. together. And like, that's kind of, I feel like what ties us. So they're not sisters for life. Oh my God. Wait, <laughs> literally they would say it's not four years. It's for life, but I dropped out. So it's not one year. It's for life. There are like sisters in my life that I can go years without talking to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we're nothing happened. I have one friend who I haven't spoken to in at least like six, eight months, like yeah. definitely a long time. And even then when we do talk, it's like, Hey, love you. Have a good day. Yeah. But she texts me out of nowhere and she's like, Hey, I'm having my bachelorette party. And one of these girls dropped out and she can't make it anymore. And I was trying to think who has a very free schedule and is a very fun time. <laughs> Will you come to my bachelorette party? And I was like, I would Oh, but so I'm going, busy. Oh, no, I was busy. I was gonna say you're you're not free. <laughs> I would love if I would have loved to, but you know, it's like finding common ground, finding common morals, or hopefully finding actual things that you enjoy doing in common. Yeah. Oh my god, no, a thousand percent. That was a very long-winded answer. I just realized I didn't answer. Much. Yes, best piece of advice you could give yourself. I was at twenty-three. Twenty-three. Ooh, I remember when you were twenty. No, wait, I didn't know you when you were twenty-three. Sorry, I'm trying to picture the Instagram photo. I took Had you moved into your birthday. house? Yeah. I think I had just moved into my house right before my 23rd birthday because I bought it when I was 22. That's insane. I know. That's what the fuck? <laughs> That's a big adult move at 22. Well, I had no idea what I was doing. Like, oh my God, best, I still don't know what I'm best doing. Best decision of my life, like actually of my life. However, I'm looking back, I'm like, damn, I was so young. I bought it at the end of 2016. Wow. Time flies also. I know. So I think thinking, oh my God, thinking back to that, Alicia, oh my God, I just cringed. So poor thing. Like genuinely poor thing. I don't think she realized how much she was. Like, Were you sad on the inside? I truly, I don't think I was sad yet. 
Oh, good. I, I'm like, yeah, that's coming. Yet. Give it a few more years. It's the breakdown. It's coming. I just, I when I think back to my 22, 23-year-old self, I feel like I was almost this, like, robot of a machine and like not a like not a real person and I know that sounds no. so crazy I was just trying to picture myself having a conversation with 23 year old you <laughs> oh and I think God. I'd think you were really nice but I'd be like no depth no you'd <laughs> been like yeah she's I, sweet this would have been I would have been like oh my god hi Rem how are you it's actually 150,000 it's actually 150 like <laughs> and this is so embarrassing I used to do like meetups or mostly meetups like pretty frequently and afterwards I would there's exhausted from a meetup but when you're like fake on Mm. for like three hours straight be like oh my god hi (laughs) like I would feel nauseous like I needed to throw up afterwards every single meetup every single time and Mm -hmm. I thought that was normal like I genuinely because I was so scared of what other people think and that's my number one thing I would say to myself then it's just like do not give a fuck like be yourself for you because I was so like so nervous I wouldn't be like the full Alicia Marie that someone expected when they met me so then I'd like I'd put it on I'd be like or then I don't know it was just it was insane to where I like would take a break behind the curtain or something and I'd be like let your face (sighs) rest like I'd be like oh my god to me I was just like oh I'm just like what I don't know it was so bad I'd have a migraine like I like it was so so bad so much pressure too. but like bitch why like just be be chill be normal in conclusion be chill be normal in conclusion be chill be normal you don't have to be besties with everyone just like be confident and people will come to you that was beautiful next one why do i feel paranoid in friendships like i can't trust them <gasps> Ooh. okay i am i've i've learned that i am way more of a skeptical person than I ever thought. I used to think like, oh my God, especially that old Alicia Marie, I'd been like, I'm so nice. Like, you, like what? I'm like, oh, believe the best in everyone. And then the more I got older, I was like, no, I don't trust anyone. Mm-hmm. Like it was like my trust issues are like, not even that I don't want to trust someone. It's just, I'm skeptical. I'm like, oh, that's, you're probably not being honest. Or like, oh, I don't believe, oh my God happened today. Mm. this wasn't a friendship so slightly different but I think I got scammed today and I don't want to believe that I did I don't want to believe it however my skeptical ass is like I don't believe it scammed so (laughs) so I'm on Rodeo you gave them your social security number girl I I told you you gotta stop doing that you want my driver's you want my social you want my passport um I'm on Rodeo Drive because I was filming a bit for Vlogmas okay and I'm with TK and this cute little girl comes up she was probably like Five or six. Scammed. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no. Because then she's like, hi, do you want to buy um, chocolate for my cheer team? Aww. And I was like, oh my God. She said cheer team. I did cheer for like nine years. She I was like, knew. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, like I got you. And, but instantly before I even said yes, she was like, I was like, oh, she goes, we also take Venmo Zelle or, or cash app, like, like, like rehearsed. Right. And I was like, oh, and I was like, what's well, cheer? Okay. I'll, I'll, I get it. There's another little girl who goes up to TK, asked the same thing. And I'm like, I don't want this chocolate, but like, how much is it? And they're like five bucks or something. I'm like, okay, like I, I got you. $600. Yes. <laughs> and then I go over there and before I can even like grab my money, she's like, would you like to buy four for 20? It would really help me out. And I was like, scammed. She sounds like a businesswoman. No, 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 no. Okay. Then I'm like, oh, sorry. Like I only have like $6. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so then I was like, okay, like what's your favorite flavor? And she was like, um, probably the, the uh, waffle or caramel or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, how about this? How about I will buy you a chocolate? Like, cause I, I don't want it, you know? Um, and then she's like, oh, I have to ask. And she like looks at this woman who was like there, who looked very like sketch. Mm. Okay. That's all I'm going to say because my, that was my gut intuition. And, and she goes, and I was like, oh, can I buy this? Like, I don't want the chocolate. Can I just buy it and give it to her? And then the, the woman like glares at me and just like shakes her head. She didn't even say no. She was like, and I was like, okay, like, okay, that's fine. Like, (laughs) here you you go. So then I'm sitting there and I was like, are you even on a cheer team? I was like, did I just get scammed? And I was like, they sounded so rehearsed. I was like, also genius to come to Rodeo. You know what I mean? And I hated the fact that I thought that. I hated the fact that I was like, oh, this is probably a scam and they're just getting money. Like genuinely, 
I'm not kidding. But then I was like, what if they're telling the truth? But my my I, my gut was like, I just got fucking scammed. I'm I not kidding. they're not using those little girls to get that, money. Well, they, they, they literally had it so rehearsed that I was like, this feels weird. Like, I've done Okay, but I was in Girl Scouts and I was rehearsed as well. On my honor, I will try to serve God and my country. Tell people all times to live by the Girl Scout law. I just, I hate, I don't know. I got weird vibes from the woman. I got, I got weird vibes and I was like, it's that time of the year where like, you know, they do that. Like, you didn't commend me for just doing the Girl Scout honor. I wasn't in Girl Scouts. <gasps> no, I just bought the cookies. That reminds me one time I was on college or on college. One time I was in college and I was walking to my class and this little girl scout. Oh, sorry. They didn't even say thank you. <laughs> and that, that was that, it. Scam. That was the red flag. I was like, scam. <gasps> I hate when that happens too. I was like, <laughs> so now I have a, a chocolate bar if you want it. Oh my God. Wait, yeah. I wonder if the name's on it. Maybe we can look up the cheer team. <gasps> See, this is me. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's very interesting. But all I can do is pray that my $5 went to something good. I'm sure it did. I'm, I'm ho- I hope so. It lined the pockets of that woman. <laughs> I was in college and this little Girl Scout had a wagon of Girl Scout cookies and I didn't want any, but she came up to me, obviously, Yeah. also yeah. struck a chord. She said, hi, would you like Girl Scout cookies? I said, no, I don't have any cash. She goes, we take Venmo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you supposed to say? Or we take credit cards. And we I was like, credit. we can't take debit. Um, okay, I'll take seven. And then I took them back to my dorm and I shared them. Okay, Girl Scout cookies slapped. So Caramel Delights, my all-time fave. Samoas. I know, but they changed the name. I know, but it's always Samoas. Pretty basic. Okay, back to our question that we didn't help this girl with at all. Why do I feel paranoid <laughs> in friendships? <laughs> I think if you feel paranoid, listen to your gut. Yes. I personally think so. Yes. I think um, also listen to how your friends speak about other people. Because one time I had a friendship where I, it finally dawned on me where they were just talking so much shit about another person. And I was just like, it had been for so long, so long, so long. And I was like, wait, oh my God, they're definitely doing this about me to that person. I just know it. I know I didn't like the person that I was becoming when I would like, you know, obviously add to it because I was like, oh, I want them to like me. And I want like, you know, I want to get in with these people. But like, that's no way to make a friendship. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I need to get out. I'm just gonna, I'm just not gonna be friends with these people because I don't need to do this anymore. And I'm not that kind of person. I don't want to be that person. I feel like I've also been in that situation where I'm with a group of friends who all I can the only thing I think I can contribute to a conversation is gossip or like crazy stories. Mm-hmm. And it and you know me, I love deep talks. Like <laughs> I love real conversations. I hate talking about like, oh my God, I saw someone so did. Like I hate that. And I remember thinking like I, that was such a flag to me of like, if that's the only thing I think I can t- contribute or if that's the only way I can feel interesting to them, then that's so lame. Yeah. Like truly. And honestly, they probably feel the same way if they're, if someone is coming up and telling you, all of their friends, like, like if someone's venting to you at first, especially if you have no friends, because like I've been there, you feel special. You're like, oh my God, they're talking to me or they're telling me a yeah. secret or they're like venting to me. They yeah. like me. No, they're literally just like, they're doing that with everyone. And then they'll definitely talk shit on you too. And oh, it's yeah. just like, that's such the biggest red flag for me is when people talk shit on their close friends. And I'm like, I'm not close to you. Like why? Sometimes I'm like, why am I? Why am I on this? I'm like, why are you telling me? I shouldn't be seeing this. Like, why are you, like, why are you telling me this? Like you have no, I don't, I don't know. So if you feel paranoid that they're talking shit about you, my assumption is that they're talking shit about people to you. And that's why you're feeling this way. Or, or maybe that you're just picking up on vibes that you're like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm just like, I don't feel trust here. And you should listen to that. Oh yeah. There have been multiple times in my life where I've had people who, are just talking shit all the time, all the time. And I find out later, they are literally saying bad things about me to other people mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Now on the complete flip side, I've also been the friend where when I'm feeling insecure in a relationship, usually it's because either the friendship's like drifting or I, I'm projecting a lot. So maybe I think also take a step back and be like, what are you paranoid over? Is it them talking shit? Is it that they're just gonna like ditch you? Is that from a past trauma? Did someone ditch you before? This is me, me, me post therapy. Like, like thinking of, okay, well, why and what is making you feel this way and try to dig into that? Cause a lot of things are honestly like how you grew up in your childhood. Like mm-hmm. there's so much trauma that can come from that. And everyone has something, but 
I think try to like recognize what it is. Cause maybe they're honestly a great group of friends, not talking shit. And you're wondering why you have trust issues. And you're like, I don't know. Maybe it's something more from your past. Like, I think there are two sides to everything, but definitely sit in that feeling of uncomfortable and be like, why do I feel paranoid? Like what makes me feel like I'm on eggshells? Cause eggshells are no fun. Um, and most of the time eggshells comes down to like communication too and setting boundaries. I think also just really trust your gut. That's what I personally learned. Alicia, is it hard being the single friend? No shame. I'm single too. Oh girl or guy. Um, (laughs) honestly, I think I've been single for so long to where I'm just so used to it. So it doesn't bother me like I think it does some of my other friends. Like I have other people or I've had also people in my life who truly hate being single so much. And I don't know. I feel like now I'm kind of chilling for I think when I am in a relationship, that's going to be really hard for me. Like really hard for me. It's hard to like break away from what you know. Yeah. What you've known for so long. Yeah. Oh, I completely get it. Um, But no, I think... Like, I, I always joke that I'm like, oh, I'm such a great third wheel. Like, because I truly, like, don't mind if I'm with a couple and they're, like, like doing PDA. Like, I'm not someone who's like, oh, my God, guys, I'm here. Like, I'm just like, yeah. oh, my God, <laughs> they love each other. Like, do you want a photo? I'll take it. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's anything to be embarrassed by. I don't even think it's, like, I don't know. It, it, it doesn't bother me. Like, I, I think that's why I joke about it so much easily because it really doesn't, like, hurt that much now obviously there's times especially when I'm on my period it's coming next week where I'm probably gonna be like damn I'm lonely like I just want someone to cuddle me like damn you know sometimes you know we don't need no man but like sometimes we do but also that just shows (laughs) that you're not insecure about the fact that you're not in a relationship like if you were insecure and then you were like constantly being surrounded by like people talking about their boyfriends or being with their boyfriends or whatever it may be you would be like oh well I don't have a boyfriend or like something like, or like make other people feel. I will say I feel very blessed because I don't have anyone in my life, including my parents or close friends who make me feel bad about being single. Oh my God. It's nothing to feel bad about. No, but I do think there are a lot of friends who are like, Oh, oh, don't worry. You'll find him. Like I'm like, what? Or there's even parents who are like, you need to get married. I want kids. I want grandkids. Like, and I, I think I feel very like, I don't know. I, I don't, feel pressured that way or excluded like Mm -hmm. even when we go to dinner nights at your house or something and it's kind of coupley like me and Ollie go yeah (laughs) like I like but I I think I've never really felt excluded from that so I I don't I don't know I think just rock it honestly also anyone can be in a relationship not anyone can be single like willingly for a long time like I think just because people (laughs) like truly just because someone's in a relationship doesn't mean they're happy like or you don't want to just be with someone because you're like oh they're good enough like no like you want someone who will make you laugh and like have fun. Like you want to like. It should be easy. It should be. Yeah. Also something that I would like to add to this. I remember a big insecurity I had when I was single and I was around my couple friends and they would be, you know, venting about their boyfriends or they needed advice for whatever it may be. I always felt like my voice or my opinion mm. didn't matter or wasn't good enough because I had never been in a relationship. Or maybe you had anxiety that they were thinking, mm, but like she doesn't get it. Exactly. Mm. But like, and I remember I would bring that up and they'd always be like, oh my God, no. Like we like hearing your opinion. First of all, we value your opinion as a friend. And then also we like hearing different perspective. Yeah. And I'm always being like, no, they're just being nice. But now I can truly say yeah. any perspective is good perspective. Oh, a thousand percent. No matter where it's coming from. Yeah. It's great to hear. So if you're feeling insecure about giving your friends advice, if they're in a relationship and they need advice, like it is really good perspective to hear from someone who's also not like in a relationship because then they're only thinking independently for themselves and what they do. Also, it's really important to realize who you get advice from. So if you're getting advice from someone who's like not in a good relationship, like just because they're in a relationship doesn't mean they're going to give you good advice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like going off of that. But anyways, next question. Next question. We're in a rambling mood this one. I kind of like it. I love it. It's fun. Okay. Alicia, (gasps) what were your first thoughts on Cal? Honestly, I did not think he'd be around this long because (laughs) no being dead ass. I would tell him this too, but like, (laughs) I think like the very first time I met him was on a Spider-Man red carpet (gasps) world premiere. I forgot that was the first time. And I remember I said my, I was like, Oh, I've heard a lot about you. And he was like, and I was like, well, he's so nervous. Um, no, I honestly, he seemed really sweet, but I think what's cool about Cal and you is like being able to witness your guys' relationship as it's progressed. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've not only obviously learned a lot more about him, but I 
I feel like now I'm like, oh, I can see why you were attracted to him in the beginning of like his personality and like how you two just like mesh. But I never, I wasn't like, oh, I don't like him or like whatever. But in the beginning I was just like, oh, like this will probably last like two months or something. Wow. Yeah. Like I remember being shocked every month or every like <gasps> thing that went on. Um, milestone that went on because I was like oh my god six six months but I also think it's because I'm a different person and he's a different person than we were when we first met or even at six months or at a year a year and a half and like we keep changing but we keep changing in a way that's still like yeah where we still work well yeah like I'm like damn bitch you've been in a relationship for so long almost two and a half years that's crazy crazy I love it I love it. We love love. It's so I fun. Love, love. It's so much fun. Okay. I do love love. We love love. Do you think your friendship would be as strong as it is now without PB? No. I don't think so either. Are you kidding? No, I don't think so. Not like actually not at all. I think. I think we'd be friends, but I think this was a very big pivotal thing in both of our lives that all, we were definitely close before, but I feel like now it's like. It's we, insane. It's so different. Oh my God. I also think because. Like when we were close before we started the podcast, it was because we were both really sad. <laughs> and now we're not sad we anymore. We were depressed. We were. I, I say that not jokingly, like we were depressed. Was I depressed? Oh, I mean, I know I was. <laughs> but like from your perspective, was I depressed? At times, yeah. I was yeah. crying a lot. I was really sad. You were. I was. That was not good. But um, like this truly saved us as individuals and together as a friendship. And then I think, I think we'd still be obviously friends if, if not, if it weren't for pretty basic, yeah. but like having something like this and a commitment, like this is a yeah. commitment yeah. has made us so much stronger and we've had to compromise. On I so was much. just going to say compromising. I think when obviously you have a business with someone like there's even like down to the set, we had to be like, okay, I like this. I don't like this or little things like that. And being able to speak up and not be like, oh my God, like whatever you want, whatever you, like being very like, okay, you don't like this idea. I like this idea. Let's compromise. Like totally. literally, I feel like I'm in a relationship. We because, are. Like, yeah, we are. We, we, we really do. Are. I think I compromise even better with you than I do with Cal, to be honest. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cheese <laughs> it or goldfish? Goldfish, a thousand percent. Neither. You don't like, I'm not a cheesy cracker kind of girl. Oh my God. Well, TK yelled at me because she was like, you like goldfish? Ew, Cheez-Its are so much better. And I was like, are you kidding? Like Cheez-Its taste burnt to me and I hate that. If I had to choose, I'd say a Cheez-It, but <gasps> I would rather have neither. Oh, oh wait, I take it goldfish, back. I like the, the original oh. goldfish, the little white ones you that would. have you no would. flavor. <laughs> the, That's what those I Those are like, like the, the- Saltine crackers. Yes. yes. No, growing up, goldfish was my shit. Like, oh my God. Shane too. I could eat a whole freaking thing. All right, let's end with one more question. Okay, hit me. What's the craziest thing that happened to you this week? Okay, I'm definitely gonna have to think about this because you know when I told you this earlier, how when people ask me questions, I blank <laughs> out. Right now, I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? What's it's today? Beep. Literally, I'm like beep, 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 beep. I have a story to tell. <gasps> Please, let's refer back to the last, maybe last. I'm not quite sure because again, beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Episode of Pretty Basic, <laughs> where we talked about Kim and Pete and how we're not quite sure if, if they're uh, real or not. Oh, yeah. God, the universe, someone heard me. And they said, Remy, don't worry. We'll give you an answer. I, myself, in the flesh, saw Kimberly Noel Kardashian and Peter David Davidson. Is that his name? No, I made that up. Oh. <laughs> I think it is something D in the middle. Because it's PDD. DMD. Peter Michael Davidson. I saw them in the flesh today. Shut the fuck up. And I too can confirm. I think it's real. I can't give much more than that. I can't give much more. Where were you? I can't give much more than that. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to to um release my sources. But I will say I do think they are real. Like you saw them in person. I saw them in person. They seem very like they seem very nice actually. Really? Very sweet. He had a large hickey on his neck. Could he really? Yeah. So I think it's legit. Either that or he was curling his hair <laughs> and this. Imagine him curling his hair <laughs> like this long. <laughs> yeah, that's oh all I can say. Oh my God. I don't think I've ever truly fangirl. Oh my God, my heart is racing. Other than when I met Alicia Marie at the Standard. I've never fangirled that hard <laughs> before. But I really, um, I kept my cool for the most part. And... Um, 
What like what were what were they doing? Like how, like I can't say. We need more answers from me. No, I can't say much more than that. I just I can't. So it, you think it's real? A thousand percent. I think it's real. I hope it's real because he seems nice and she seems nice. Oh my god! I wonder. Imagine like it. It becomes like a real real thing. What if they get married and he's stepfather to North and Saint and whoever else there is. Psalm. Psalm. Psalm, and there's another one. Chicago. <gasps> Chicago. Chicago. <sighs> Chicago. Yeah, that was that was my very exciting news of the week. I really can't give away more because I'm not a lot I'm not sure if I'm allowed to, but it was it was exciting. Well, I have nothing to say following that up. Uh, she shot her merch. We shot we shot pretty basic merch. My merch? Pretty basic merch. I shot I shot pretty basic merch today. <laughs> very exciting. Uh yeah, I think that yeah. Yeah, on that note, don't forget to check out prettybasic.com yes. to buy your merch on December 6th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening to Pretty Basic. Don't forget to subscribe and check out the merch and uh, we will see you guys next time. Also, if you wanted to ask us a question and you're so sad we didn't answer it, you should go follow us on Instagram because that is where we always take the questions from you guys um, to answer on the pod. So thank you guys so much for watching and we will talk to you next week.